Ah, some new theme music for the 411. This week, the ghost of mortgage-backed securities reappeared as Bank of America settled a lawsuit with major institutional investors. Financial sector workers in New York braced for layoffs, and Mayor Bloomberg and Governor Cuomo sparred over whether New York needs nuclear power to keep running. Let's talk about the week's business and economic news with Greg David, director of the Business and Economics Reporting Program at the CUNY Graduate School of Journalism. Hey, Greg. Hello, Amy. The music's a little downbeat here. (laughs) I know, and it's a good week on Wall Street. The Dow gained 168 points today. It was the best week for the market since March 2009, the beginning of the bull market. But for the past few weeks, the market has actually ended down, and Economists and policymakers are still worried about the direction of the economy. So why the strong reversal this week? Oh, there was some good news, you know. Manufacturing was strong. Two separate reports said manufacturing was strong. And, you know, there's a group out there, and I'm part of them, who believes the economy is stronger than people think. There have been some headwinds, as uh, Geithner likes to say. And uh, maybe we'll see some strength picking up. Also, you know, Greece isn't defaulting tomorrow. And so that was good news, too. This week, Bank of America settled claims with several major institutional investors who said they had been misled about the poor quality of mortgage-backed securities. These were bonds purchased from Countrywide Financial, which was later absorbed by Bank of America. Is $8.5 billion a fair price for B of A to pay? It sounds like a lot of money to me. It's not the end of what B of A is going to have to pay. They actually reserved more money. There has this the big investigation of the state attorney generals about whether they're handling foreclosures yet. I saw a figure that says $20 billion is more like the amount. They're not in the best shape, but people said they can afford it. Hmm. What kind of exposure do other banks have? I saw a figure that J.P. Morgan Chase has about $11 billion in exposure. Remember, they bought Bear Stearns and WAMU, so it's probably not what Jamie Dimon did, but what he bought. Uh, Citigroup has got a couple billion dollars, maybe several billion dollars. But again, that's only a piece of what they're going to have to pay. You say B of A isn't in the best shape, but it it can afford a, an $8.5 billion payout, maybe more. But could banks making huge payouts like this actually destabilize the banking system? Uh, of course, it's possible, but probably not, because the thinking at the moment is is they've got to get all these liabilities and all these dark clouds out to go back to business. Now, I don't think Citi's not in the greatest shape either, but J.P. Morgan Chase clearly has the ability to pay it and earn enough to make it uh, work. Let's talk about Goldman Sachs. It says it will let go of 230 employees in New York City. We've had reports that other banks are looking at issuing pink slips. I thought banks were, you know, doing marginally well, as you're you're saying, making certainly profits enough to pay out these uh, uh, potential investor uh, payments. What's the reason for the cuts? Well, we have to separate the banks from Wall Street. These are the classic Wall Street firms. And business stinks, you know. The market's been down for weeks. IPOs are not coming. There's not that much M&A activity. So business is bad. So Goldman says it's going to lay off investment uh, bankers. You know, a lot depends on the economy. If the economy picks up, if the stock market picks up, maybe the layoffs won't be that great. These layoffs appear to be economic related, not related to the big question, which is how are all these firms going to change with financial regulation? 
Governor Cuomo and Mayor Bloomberg got into a verbal tit-for-tat this week over Indian Point, that nuclear power station just up the road in Buchanan. It's a big part of the downstate energy mix, supplying something like 20 or 25 percent of our electricity. Cuomo wants to shut it down. Bloomberg says we need that power. But the decision isn't really theirs anyway, right? It's up to federal regulators. It is up to federal regulators, but it'll be very hard for Entergy to operate Indian Point if the governor is determined to oppose it. Now, other governors said they want it closed, but they didn't do anything about it. Now uh, Cuomo seems determined to do it. It's 25 percent. 25 percent of New York City's electricity comes from Indian Point. That's a big chunk. Cuomo's got to arrange to find 25 percent someplace else or build it. Indian Point is the lowest cost power we have, and yet New York is the highest cost state for energy in the country. Whatever we replace it with will be more expensive. And by the way, if you care about global warming, nuclear power plants have no green green gas emissions. So, you know... But it has a lot of other complicating factors. There are problems, but closing Indian Point will have many problems, and it's a big hurdle for Governor Cuomo. Greg David of the CUNY Journalism School, thank you. Have a great Fourth of July holiday weekend. Thank you. As Greg mentioned, an unexpected rebound in U.S. manufacturing surprised investors today. Indexes were also lifted by a bounce back in auto sales last month. The Dow rose 168 points to close at 12,583. The S&P added 19 points, closing at 1,340. This is WNYC.